So that's the question that you need to ask yourself. Based on the situation that I'm in or that my family's in or whatever, what is going to be the best way for me to make nutrient-dense food decisions easy? Hey, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Fullerton. I'm a certified personal trainer, a registered nurse, and I am passionate about teaching people how to fit fitness into their busy lives. Bad crash diets, gimmicky fitness trends, and over-restriction are not welcome here. Instead, I am focused on helping you build fitness habits that are sustainable, realistic, and enjoyable. I want to help you take the next step towards your fitness goals. So let's get into it. Hey there, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about meal prepping. Now it's October and we are a month into the new school year. We're on the on-ramp to holiday season, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. My family is really busy. This is a very busy time of year for my family. My kids are both in uh, sports. Everybody's in school, work, etc. So we have had a kind of change in our household in terms of meal prepping and planning. And so I thought it would be interesting to share with you all how I've been doing it for the last uh, six weeks, the good, the bad, um, and the delicious. So one of the things that is really important in my coaching program with my clients is the concept of meal planning and prepping. And I know that some people when they hear the term meal prepping, they think of those beautiful pictures that you see on Instagram with um, all of these meals laid out in these cute little containers and everything looks beautiful and all of the meals are cooked ahead of time and prepped ahead of time. And that is one way to do it. But to be honest with you, that has not ever been a way that's worked well for my family. And my family, we really enjoy sharing a meal together all at the table where we all eat family style for dinners. And so the traditional, I'm using air quotes, traditional method of prepping that in that way where you have those all those little containers and everything's planned ahead of time has never really uh, vibed really well with my family in terms of dinners. And so during the summer months, when we didn't have as much going on, and I was able to do my kind of more normal uh, meal preparation routine where I would make each dinner right before serving it. Um, that worked really well. But that whole time I knew that when school started and sports started, I wasn't going to be able to do that. So I was stressing out for a little while in August wondering, well, how how am I going to execute all of this um, in a way so we can maintain eating the types of foods that we like to eat when all of my preparation time has been taken away. So what I have experimented with over the last six weeks has been kind of a hybrid um, meal prepping style. And what I mean by this is I'm not creating an entire meal all at once ahead of time and portioning it out. I'm actually creating in certain ways I've done components of meals that I have combined into different things and then I've also made uh, full meals ahead to freeze and those types of things. So I've been doing a lot of experimenting over the last uh, couple of weeks. I'm going to spend this episode kind of giving you a, um, a play-by-play as to how it's been going. 
And um, hopefully you can take some of the information that I've shared to maybe try a new uh, technique in your own home in terms of uh, dinner preparation. Because one of the big sticking points for, you know, nutrition is that how do we make the nutrient dense decision an easy one? And so this has been a strategy that I have used in my house over the last uh, better part of a month to make those decisions easy because, you know, there are times during the week where I don't even get home. I leave the house at three and I get home at like 645. And so if I don't, if I haven't decided ahead of time, or if my husband and I haven't uh, planned ahead of time, who's going to be responsible for dinner or what we're even going to do, my ability to make a good nutrient dense, probably more work required decision at 645 when everybody's hungry is going to be just impossible, like almost impossible to do. So planning things out ahead of time and anticipating those moments. And I don't get it right every time. This is where, you know, this is a learning process uh, for everyone, but having those steps in place before helps me to stay on track uh, with my nutrition. And so what I started out with was um, a cookbook that I got for my birthday in September called Cook Once, Eat All Week. It's by Cassie Joy Garcia. And her method is, um, like I was explaining, that kind of hybrid um, meal prepping method. And so what you do is you have certain components that you prep a day, you have a day uh, at the beginning of the week is your prep day. You prep all of these meal components and then you incorporate those components into different dinners. And that's something that was important for me too, because I don't mind eating the same thing for breakfast. I've actually eaten the same thing for breakfast um, Monday through Friday for many, many years, but I like having different things for dinner. And that's just kind of my own preference and my family's preference as well. We kind of like having a variety uh, for our dinners. So I really wasn't into making a meal, then that's going to be my dinner all week long. I just wasn't interested in doing that. So I don't mind doing a little bit of extra work if it gives me some variety. And so this was kind of a way to do both, to do both things. So I was able to cook some stuff ahead of time, and then repurpose it into different meals. And so, for example, one of the weeks, and she divides it into weeks. So each week has two to three components that you prepare ahead of time that you use in three different dinners, up to five different dinners, I think, depending on um, the size of your family. But for me, three worked well because then it gives me a couple of days to um, integrate some different recipes as well. And so, for example, I think week one was chicken, broccoli, and rice. And so that's like the bodybuilder's standby, right? Chicken, broccoli, and rice. But the way that she mixed those up in three different ways was really quite fascinating. So we had chicken fried rice, which was really good. We had a uh, broccoli rice casserole, which my kids really liked. And so I was like really pleasantly surprised by that. And then I can't remember what the third meal was. But the point is that executing these meals on the nights when we were out of the house was very quick and easy. So it was really just assembly. There was some baking time maybe, but the actual preparation that night was really easy. And so thinking about that served my family really well. 
And so I really started adapting this routine where the week before, what works well for me is that I decide the meals for the next week on Thursday. I go shopping on Friday. And then Sunday is the prep day. So on Sunday is when I will make things ahead of time. Either I'll make a soup ahead of time. I will prep the stuff um, for the prep day out of the Cook Once, Eat All Week cookbook. I've done that now three weeks in a row. Um, or I will make a certain recipe to freeze. And so that has worked out really well for my family. And I'm speaking specifically to the people who have busy weekdays in the evenings. A lot of people get out of work late. A lot of people, if you're going to the gym, if that's the time that you go to the gym is after work, let's say you get out of work at four or five, you go straight to the gym, you don't get home until six or 6.30, same as me. And so having these options planned out ahead of time makes the decision easy. Remember, we're trying to make the nutrient-dense and healthy decision easy because that's what's going to keep you consistent, right? That's what's going to keep you on track towards your goals, regardless of what they may be. If it incorporates eating more nutrient-dense food, this is how you do it. And so it. So let's just quickly, um, I'll share with you the things that I really like about this method and the things that I find a little bothersome about this method. So we'll start with the good, good stuff first. So this kind of hybrid prepping ahead of time and having a prep day really has come in mighty handy during the week, especially on those days where if I have, um, if both of my kids have an, have an activity that day, again, like I said, we leave the house at 3.30 in the afternoon and we don't really get home until close to seven o'clock. And those days I really do not have the energy or the bandwidth to start cooking at, you know, 645. Because again, then we're going into 8, 830 is uh, when we're eating. And that's just way too late for my family. So having something planned ahead of time, either prepped that's in the fridge or that we can just quickly heat up is has been very, very beneficial. Um, it's less decision making that I have to do in that moment. I always talk about Planning ahead as a gift. When I talk to my clients about anything, planning your workouts in advance, scheduling time to meal plan, scheduling time to go to the grocery store, booking that time out for yourself, think about it like a gift. You are giving your future self a gift because you do not, your future self does not have to make that decision because you've already done it. And so when I think about when I am prepping, the Sunday before the busy week begins, I'm thinking about Wednesday Sarah or Thursday Sarah who does not want to make the decision and doesn't have to because I've already done it. So that's kind of a nice way if you're not super into planning ahead of time, if you haven't really done it that much before, you can think about it in that way. You are giving yourself, especially if you are the one executing the meals, um, you're giving yourself a gift. If it's your spouse or someone else in your household that is executing the meal, then you are giving them a gift by planning this ahead of time um, or by working together um, as a household to plan it ahead of time. And so those are some things that I've really enjoyed about the process. It's been a less stress during the week. Um, it's been it's been easier to integrate those um, nutrient-dense foods into our dinners during the week because I do plan that stuff out ahead of time. But it does come at a cost. There is another side of this coin. And so the prep day, Sunday, 
is a day. It takes several hours to get all of this stuff done. And so there have been a few, there was one Sunday, not this past one, but the one before, where I just really didn't feel like doing it. I was like kind of tired. I wasn't really into it. I knew that it was going to take like three plus hours to get it all done. I was probably going to dirty every dish in my kitchen in the process. It's, you know, it's a lot. It's labor intensive. It takes a lot of time and energy to um, cook all of this stuff ahead of time. Because again, you are condensing several days worth of preparation into one day. So anybody who has done meal prepping in this way before can attest to this. That day is a long day in the kitchen. And so that's something that is kind of not so fun all the time. But you are making a sacrifice then for benefit later. So, you know, it's all in how you view it. But that is something that was a little frustrating is that it does um, take a lot of time. And uh, takes it, it dirties a lot of dishes, so more time for cleanup and those types of things. And then one of the other things um, is that you know the the recipe might not always work out that well, and so you spent all of this time prepping ahead of time and working, and you know what if what if the recipe is not doesn't knock your socks off, and uh, you know not every recipe is going to, and. Out of all of the recipes that I've prepped um, out of this book, I think only one was kind of meh. And it wasn't that it was horrible. It just was not that great. And so you have to think about that too. It's like, okay, well, I'm doing all this work and planning ahead and I want it to be worthwhile, right? And I want it to um, be something that's going to be good and that my family will eat. And so that that's a uh, something to think about as well. And so I've done this now for six weeks. I'm going to continue doing it based on the experience that I've had. I think it's going to work well for my family moving forward. This season of life with the after school activities that we have is not going to stop anytime soon. So I think that this is going to be a good way for us to stay on track with eating nutrient-dense food and having that stuff easily available. I am going to integrate some of the recipes that we normally eat and enjoy and work that into my prep as well um, the weekend before. And so I think all things considered, even though it is a lot of work to do, I do feel like it's a good decision for my family to do. And this is what I want you to think about as I wrap this up. This is a good thing for me based on the situation that I'm in. So that's the question that you need to ask yourself. Based on the situation that I'm in or that my family's in or whatever, what is going to be the best way for me to make nutrient-dense food decisions easy? Does that mean... does? And that can be answered in so many different ways. Does that mean just making sure that you have fresh fruit and vegetables in the house and easily accessible? Does that mean that you, like me, do some sort of hybrid prep where you prep things ahead of time and, you know, components ahead of time that you can execute easily for meals? Does it mean that you prep everything ahead of time, which really works well for a lot of people? That way you don't have to do any sort of preparation during the week and it's... um and it's readily available and ready for you. Does this mean that you just start maybe thinking more intentionally about what meals you're going to cook during the week? Maybe you don't really do a menu or a a meal plan ahead of time, and you might want to start looking into that. 
If you want to know a little bit more about my previous um, meal planning style, you can check out episode 25 of the Next Step Fitness podcast, which I think was recorded in maybe May or June timeframe. And that was what my current meal planning routine was then. Meal planning can look different for everyone. The most important thing is that you have one. You have some sort of meal planning routine in your home that works well for you. And so I hope you found this episode helpful. If there's any other meal preppers out there, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out on social media or on Facebook. If you have any questions about how I do my hybrid meal planning, um, maybe I could do um, a video for you guys on Instagram and show you a little bit more behind the scenes of how it is I actually execute this stuff um, on a weekly basis. I'd be happy to do so. Good luck with your meal planning and your workouts this week, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you subscribe. Ready to take the next step? Consider writing a review or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would love to hear from you. If you have any fitness or nutrition related questions, please send them to podcast at nextstepfitness.com. Remember, the next has no E. It's nxtstepfitness.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sarah C. Fullerton and on Facebook at Coach Sarah with Next Step Fitness. Remember to check out my website, nextstepfitness.com. There you can find the show notes for this episode, information on my one-on-one coaching programs, and additional bonus content. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, remember, just focus on taking the next step, because that's what will lead to lasting success. Talk to you soon.